Hey there, Wedding Confessionals listeners. It's Brooke, just popping in a little early to remind you that this is uh, part two of our evening with Amanda Walker. So you're about to hear the confessionals and bridal break part. But if you haven't heard part one where we interview her and find out about all that she's been through since 2020 and being a wedding planner, it's definitely worth a listen. So if you haven't yet, hit pause and kick back to episode 101. And if you've already heard it, well then keep hitting play and enjoy. Something borrowed, something blue. Give us all your juicy news, sensational, irrational. It's wedding confessionals. Do you guys want to move on to some confessionals? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So the way the confessionals work is that listeners submit them anonymously. You can do it by calling our little hotline. You can do it by emailing us. You can do it by going to our website and clicking on tell us your secret. Mm -hmm. So we get these anonymous confessionals and we read them and then we give them our very sage advice. One of us is an actual wedding professional. So yes, I mean, we're just two dummies with microphones. You're getting actual (laughs) advice, professional advice. So Pam, do you want to do the first confessional? I do. Dear Wedding Confessionals, welcome back. I was so glad to get the notification that there were new episodes. Hooray! (laughs) So, story time from my brother's wedding earlier this summer. For context, the best man was the groom's and my brother, and all of us are in our 20s. And the cousin in question is 10. Family photos are a standard part of weddings, right? So the best man goes during the cocktail hour to find my cousin for family pictures with a photographer. We're down in the ceremony space waiting and waiting, and we have no idea what's taking so long. Can he not find my cousin? Finally, my husband gets a phone call. He had his Apple Watch on, and so he was the only one who got a notification about his phone ringing. My brother had tried calling my parents, my brother, anyone he could think of. He found my cousin. She was refusing to come out for photos. My brother has probably met her like twice now before now, my wedding two years ago and at our grandfather's funeral 10 years ago. So it's not like he has any real relationship with her. He tells her she had to come out and the longer she waited, the more trouble she'd probably be in. She doesn't care. He has no idea what to do. Phone is handed over to my aunt. Cousin still refuses to come out, so my aunt goes in to find her. Eventually, they come out for photos, but cousin is clearly not happy to be out there and has been pulled out of the pictures that she's part of. Family gathering equals photos, period. We couldn't believe she was refusing to come out. We would get in so much trouble if we had tried something like that, but my mom thinks my cousin will just get away with it. Good thing my brother didn't ask her to be a flower girl in his wedding. From Can't Believe My Cousin. P.S. Hi, Ruth. <laughs> oh, my. Um, wedding professional. <laughs> Is it, yes. do you consider family mandatory in photos during the wedding or afterwards for pictures? So, this is a child. It's a different situation. Interesting. Can I, okay. can I interject real quick to point out that the t- kid is 10 years old and one of the times that this brother met Met this child was 10 years ago at a funeral so you met a baby (laughs) yes probably we've Mm -hmm. met (laughs) we've met we've not sure i know i do have a 10 year old like shaking here and be like hello (laughs) yes we've met twice yeah greetings (laughs) we met sorry god so i understand her point about uh you know the mother should have taken the bull by the horns and and uh made the child come out 
However, it's unnecessary drama in my opinion. Uh, we don't love children at weddings in general. Sorry. Um, <laughs> they the, the parents want to be at the wedding and that's the truth. And they don't necessarily want to deal with kids, their children, and they want the grandparents to deal with the kids. However, sometimes the grandparents don't want to deal with them either. And then we have no one dealing with them, hence the missing cousin. Mm -hmm. She went rogue. She totally went rogue. And no phones available except for the Apple Watch. So here's my opinion. If a 10-year-old is causing that big of an issue in family picture time, uh, we only have a certain amount of time and we do it without the kid. And maybe during the reception, we get a picture with the kid. But just forget it. And then, yes, if her mother wants to take her iPad away, which what I'm assuming is probably the biggest thing that could hurt that little girl's heart. <laughs> <laughs> maybe she would have cared if someone would have said, you better get out here, you're going to lose that iPad. Um, then so be it. But I... Uh, no no kids just just let them just it's not worth it it's it's buying and you paid a photographer for a certain amount of hours you're wasting your money waiting for to find a 10 year old move on shoot them later if they're <laughs> out there shoot them with a the camera oh yeah Meaning, yes. <laughs> yes 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 just clarify thank you yeah. thank you mm -hmm. no weapons uh, maybe a nerf gun <laughs> yeah i don't um i wrangling kids is tough Especially in that sort of a situation. They're in weird clothes. They're in a weird venue. Have they had some candy beforehand? I was once at a wedding where they were trying to take photos like this. And one of the groomsmen, or sorry, a little, uh, um, I'm blanking. Ring bear. Thank ring you. Bear. Ring yep. barrows was missing. And they couldn't find him. But it wasn't this whole like, mm, not here for the pictures. It was genuinely like, we <laughs> oh, lost this six-year-old. And we're all genuinely. So the pictures, they didn't take pictures because the bride was like, upset <laughs> yeah and it was a difference it wasn't this vibe of like that little brat it was just like no where is he yeah he was he found his way to like some behind a table and was like eating some of the catering that hadn't been putting <laughs> the cupcake table he like somehow found some like secret food i love it i was like man i wish i'd found that secret food i was hungry <laughs> at that point waiting for your ass <laughs> <laughs> right i mean that's the thing they have to be fed they have to be slept like they've been partying. I mean, there's mm -hmm. so many different issues and you've been in hair and makeup all day as the mom. You're leaving it up to the dad. Questionable. Um, no offense, dads, but for the most part, it's questionable. Then you want dad to get them dressed or you want to move out of hair and makeup, but you don't want them to touch your dress or touch your hair or touch your makeup. And, uh, and that's just a shit show because you're pissed off then. And then the kids are <laughs> pissed off because your energy is pissed off. And then the sister's pissed off because she's the bride. And why the fuck are you dealing with your kids at my wedding? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so it's just like this trickle effect. And for the planner, if there's a pool at any of my venues, I require a lifeguard. Smart. Because, yeah. Because it's a problem. If there's children, I don't care if it's one, I require a lifeguard in my contract. And I have had to almost run up and save kids that were about to fall off balconies. So, or going up like spiral staircases that are like not meant to be walked on. And it's just not a, a, a good place for them. Now, with that said, because this comes up a lot in weddings too. If these kids are your siblings' children and they 
don't have a babysitter except for everyone that would be at the wedding. Like they've never been left with a stranger before. It's only family members that are at the wedding. Those kids need to be at the wedding. You need to give them an iPad or a movie room or something. But they need to be at the wedding because your sibling, whoever those kids belong to, is not going to have a good time because they're going to be worried that the kid isn't going to bed and that this new babysitter that maybe they've met like three times, it's just a problem and no one's going to have a good time. So just let the kids come. Once the dancing starts, the kids are fine. Right. You know, but until then, let go of your device rules and just let them have the dang phone or the iPad <laughs> and they'll be fine at the table. <laughs> yeah. Solid advice. Yep. From the professional. Yes. Moving on to number two. Let's do it. Okay. All right. Number two, dear wedding confessionals, my wedding is 32 days away and my father just texted me asking what he should wear to my wedding. We are not very close at all, and he's either missed or royally ruined most of the important events in my life. Now, he's making a very intrusive effort during the wedding to be more father of the bride, insisting that he give me money for the wedding, even after I've explicitly told him several times that I have the financials covered myself. I never saw myself getting married before I met my husband. We eloped in February 2021. But our family wedding is in October. I've always known that the antiquated traditions of weddings, like veils, dowries, and being given away were not for me. I've told pretty much everyone that asks about my wedding that I plan on walking myself down the aisle. I guess it was naive of me to assume that he got the message when I didn't bring up rehearsal with him at all or ask him about what he was wearing sooner. But he also didn't ask me. He just assumed he'd show up and play the part he never did throughout my childhood. To make a longer story longer, when he was asking about his clothes for the wedding, he mentioned that he wanted to check with me because he'd be walking me down the aisle. When I told him I would be walking myself because to be given away felt wrong, he said it's dad's right and I've got to let him do this. How do I stand my ground on what I want without looking like the asshole? Sincerely, parenthood is a marathon, not a fundraiser. Ooh, I love that ending. <laughs> First good. of all, you're a great writer. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, mm, how do you tell him, no, thank you? I think you have to stand your ground. I think, I. I mean, I too walked myself down the aisle and my my dad was there he was at the wedding my stepdad was there at the wedding um i did a father daughter dance with him so i think maybe that is the compromise that you need to have and think about you know it maybe it's not the father daughter dance but something along those lines that you can have that's special to him and and you um so that you can stay true to what you want but also understand that he wants to be a part of this. Hmm. Thoughts from the professional? I think it's a good idea. I think it's a nice compromise. This is a tricky situation. One of my questions on my intake sheet that I give my brides and grooms are, what are the red flags? What are my family dynamics? It's something I want to know as soon as I start talking to them because I don't want to put my foot in my mouth. Um, so, 
dads are tricky moms are tricky too uh and this not giving away thing is also a thing that we're we're really evolving the past year right in terms of women in terms of differences just in general um you know there's so many things that are coming out now in general I go through it every day with my kids especially with pronouns and uh different kind of gender stuff I mean it's real and I had to watch a YouTube video on all of it really to like be able to talk with them because I don't know what all these terms correctly mean and I want them to know what they correctly mean um so I had a wedding a couple weeks ago and their vows were so beautiful and it was just amazing. So they changed the whole ring ceremony and I just liked and I'm just sharing this with this bride because maybe she'd like to do something similar because she seems very much to be a, a strong independent woman. And they said um, instead of like uh, do you take this bride to be your lawfully wedded wife? Um, and they said, instead of that, uh, you know, Liana was her name. Liana, you have my heart. Um, <laughs> I love her so much. Uh, most grateful person ever. And Chris, great, great, great humans. Uh, they said, uh, I give you this ring and I take you to be what you are right now or something beautiful like that. Like I take you as you are and as you will be. There was no husband or wife. There was no anything like that it was I'm taking you for who you am who you are right now and who you're gonna grow to be and that's it my equal and it was really cool vows and I wish I had them to read them to you right now because they really were awesome and those were just like they changed the standard vows then they read their own vows but those were like the standard vows and that was really refreshing she walked herself down the aisle is the other thing her (laughs) mom walked her to the chairs And then she walked herself down the aisle. And she has a relationship with her mother and her father had passed. But she could have had her mother walk her all the way down and she didn't. So there's that too. Her mom walked her out and at the chairs when she got to the beginning of the aisle, mom walked down the rest of the way and sat down and she walked herself down. So maybe for your dad, maybe that would be enough. It's hard without knowing all the details of your relationship with him to really make a judgment call. If he really wasn't in your life at all, then he doesn't have any father rights because just producing something doesn't make you a dad. Um, So I say at that point that would be void. But if he's in and out, I mean, it's a tricky situation and it sucks for sure for you, but your relationship might change when you get older and then you might regret that moment. That's, I guess, what you have to think about is the future, too. Yep. I do like the dance. I do like the dance idea, though, as well. I think it's a good idea. But sorry you're going through through that. Is it a dad's right? I mean, it depends. Is he really a dad? Good point. Yeah. Yeah, my other issue with um, if he were to walk her down the aisle is usually the people in the procession are all going to be kind of backstage with you and sort of in the mix for the last few minutes before everything starts. And if this is a person that kind of causes you anxiety or anger or what negative stuff, maybe you don't really need that energy right then, like literally right before everything starts. So that might be sort of a thing to think about. The other thing that you can raise with him, which it sounds like you already kind of have, is that you don't even have to say it's because like, it's it's because you weren't really my dad my whole life. You were a half-assed father. 
I think just leaning on the fact of my beliefs about my independence. Yeah. I think if you, that's what you verbalize, even if in your heart you're thinking it's because you were a shitty dad, Yeah. you can verbalize the more peaceful way of saying, this is just my beliefs in general and wanting to project this to literally all of the people I love in a room that like, this is what I believe. I'm an independent woman and that, that this is how I want to be presented. I'm not being given away. This is my choice to walk down the aisle and join this man or woman in marriage yeah. yeah also the beauty of you paying for your own wedding is you get to make the rules you don't really have to consider your parents opinions and i also think though you need to look at it from a little bit of a different perception also that he is making an effort to try to take your opinions and pick tell him what to wear because he cares that you care what he looks like into consideration so he is, he could just wear whatever he wants and look a fool or like you say, you know, he does, he missed or ruined thing, important events in your life. Maybe this is his olive branch. Maybe he's trying and maybe you should just, like, like we said, give him a little bit. You don't have to give him the whole thing, but give him a little bit because Maybe this is time for both of you to heal from something that really needs to be healed from. And it might, if you don't, unfortunately, things repeat, relationships repeat until you learn a lesson and you don't want that to be reflective in your future with your husband and your kids. That's all I'm saying. A lot of different options. <laughs> the other random thing I'm going to throw out there that has nothing to do with the walking down the aisle part, but because you say this guy has ruined events and he is now trying to throw in bold ways of proclaiming to the general public that he's your father because that's really another thing that this is about is how everyone else perceives him not mm -hmm. just how you perceive him but you know the mm -hmm. public yeah um make sure whoever is in charge of the microphone mm -hmm. at your reception make sure we're really strict about who's allowed to talk on the mic for speeches and stuff like that because this sounds like a dude that's gonna mm -hmm. grab the mic Maybe do something that either embarrasses you or frustrates you or whatever. That way you're not the bad guy. There's mm -hmm. some professional DJ or whatever. You know, if you already have like a list of who's saying what, make sure you don't open it up to the floor afterwards or the DJ has been pointed out that specific guy we make sure is a no. And he's seen a picture of him on somebody's phone real quick. Just, you know. It's a good point. Hedge your bets. Keep everything, <laughs> you know. He might not do that at all, but let's, let's be prepared because he sounds like a guy that might. Yeah, totally. Sorry, I gave you another thing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> just looking out for you, man. Yes. I'm just looking out for you. Something to think of. It's you know, good. the little kid goes rogue and then dad goes rogue. <laughs> People go rogue at weddings. It's true. You need to control they hurting do. cats, hurting cats. <laughs> totally. All right. Number three. Oh, it's my turn. It's your mm -hmm, turn to try turn. to get through all the words and not mess them up. Okay. Guys, we edit so much <laughs> when we have to read the confessionals. It is not as perfect as you, you think. You know, and they make they judge your kids by how they read out loud I, in they school do. for yes. their reading levels. And it's like, who's a good out loud reader? Well, it, I was not in the gifted program, so. <laughs> you know, I couldn't read out loud until I had kids and I read out loud every day. But before that, I was counting lines and, you know. <laughs> totally. Oh my god. Good luck. Don't fuck it up. Oh god, <laughs> no pressure. All right. Dear wedding confessionals, my husband and I got married in June of 2019. As a wedding present, my husband's father offered to pay for our honeymoon since they offered no support financially while planning our wedding. 
but due to job constraints, we decided to put it off until summer 2020. Due to the pandemic, that didn't happen, and now things are settling down. We are considering bringing it up with his dad again to go early next year. However, now my husband's sister is engaged in planning her wedding. Their father is paying for the whole thing and very involved in the planning and hasn't brought up the possibility of paying for our honeymoon since the pandemic started. Should we let this potential gift go and assume we'll never get a honeymoon, bring it up while they're planning this event, or wait until after the wedding next August, after our third anniversary, to attempt to plan our honeymoon? From, are we greedy gift grabbers? <laughs> greedy gift grabbers. It's say it, hard to say. Say it three times, Pam. <laughs> greedy gift ga- grabbers. <laughs> I can't even say it once. I couldn't even say it once. Greedy gift grabbers. Really think about it. Greedy gift grabbers. Greedy gift Guys, gift we are gra- sober, by the way. We're just <laughs> drinking water. <laughs> too. Lots of water. Hydrate. Yes, we're trying to stay hydrated. So thoughts. Round table. Just quick answer. Yes, no. Would you bring it up? Yes. Pam. Yes. Me? Yes. All right. The question now is how? Because really... It's all about, she's, this is, she feels, I think she, we don't really know. Yes, my husband, oh, I don't know, maybe. Anyway, the 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 letter writer is saying, I, obviously they want this vacation. This couple wants to go on this vacation. It was promised to them. And after having a crappy pandemic time, you're really looking forward to finally having this thing that you've wanted. Wouldn't it be great to go on this vacation? You really want this thing. It's already been promised to you. Mm-hmm. It sounds like there is money. Mm-hmm. How would you bring it up? I'd plan it. I would plan the whole thing and send it to him and say, this is when we're leaving. Here's the travel agent and they're waiting for your credit card. <laughs> I mean, in a nice way, but like, <laughs> but like, you know what I'm saying? I wouldn't, Ooh. I wouldn't even ask. I would just do it. Act like it's still happening as if nothing's changed. Exactly. Okay. And I definitely would not bring any of it up around the sister. Uh-uh. Just is this is just an email between you guys and him. He already said he'd do it, plan it and send him the bill. Yeah, I think. Go ahead, Pam. You wouldn't. I mean. For me, I think I would leave some like breadcrumbs first. I would bring up the topic with him or, you know, they say we're thinking about this and we're we're looking to go here for our honeymoon and maybe bring it up a few times before doing the planning. <laughs> <laughs> I would uh, I would set it up. I give a little bit of setup before moving forward and then also be prepared for it not to happen. So, I wouldn't plan it and book it and then you know, if it, that credit card doesn't come through and then you're screwed. Yeah, I'm wondering if this offer that happened earlier in 2019, did it already include of a location you were going to go or an amount of money that was like, was there any sort of concrete info there? I would start with that. Even just a casual conversation that the husband, your husband can have with his father that says, hey, you know, we're thinking about in the fall, you know, we're trying to narrow down where we're going to have this honeymoon. And we're just not really sure like what makes the most sense and just sort of have a conversation with him. So it's a conversation. And within the conversation, if it's looking like he's involved, then we'll start moving forward. But I mean, also, the other thing I will say is that this is definitely a conversation that your husband needs to have with his father. You don't need to be involved. 
This doesn't need to be a group chat, a group Mm -hmm. email, a phone call with everyone on speakerphone. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He needs to handle this specifically. Also, because it's like he knows his dad better. But obviously, you want this. I also think you might be talking yourself like up that this Mm -hmm. is a bigger deal than it is. There's a good chance this dad's going to be like, oh, yeah, Yeah. that money's been set aside forever. It's fine. Yeah. Whenever you're ready. Yeah. Yeah. I I say make him uncomfortable. (laughs) Send that cold email. I mean, not the email, just a, but... Just a, just a, the email subject just says honeymoon money. And then in, in the body of the email is just a link. And then that's just the bill. The credit card. Or like, just like, please send credit card number. <laughs> no, I think you say, hey, look, uh, we planned hey, this trip. Hey, dad, tri- do you have Venmo? <laughs> yeah, you plan. we planned this trip for, you know, this date. No, you're busy with the wedding. But, um, you know, we're looking to book it right now. And... Thank you. Peace out. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. What would you like us to get you at the gift shop? <laughs> you know? Gratitude, right? Gratitude. Gratitude and flexibility. Just be grateful. Gratitude and flexibility. Bring yes. that with you. Yeah. Stroke him. Stroke, stroke, stroke. Da- and then, okay. 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 <laughs> Not like that. Not like that. Give him credit and tell him you love him and just be like, we're so grateful that you offered this trip. We planned it and... It's going to be so needed. We've had a stressful time. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. Here's the information. Fine. Just say the information, not the bill. Don't send them the bill. Just send them the info. (laughs) We're looking at it costing about this much. Are you still in? But I wouldn't even ask if you are still in. It just should be as it is. It doesn't give a date that sister's getting married. This could be like two years. They're going to wait two years. Next August. Oh, next August. Yeah. That's still a long freaking time away. Yeah. yeah, start having the combo. Also, to have the combo so you can take this worry off your brain. Because it's either a yes or a no. And either way, once you know that answer, then this worry goes away. Plus, you're going to be pissed at the sister if you don't get your honeymoon. There's going to be tension. <laughs> Go to that <laughs> wedding and be like, mm, expensive venue. Mm-hmm. Guess bitch. we had money for this. It's my honeymoon money, you bitch. <laughs> Hopefully that doesn't happen. Honey, look at what your sister did. She took all your dad's money and now we don't get to go on a honeymoon. (sighs) My guess is there's money. I think it's cool. This is your husband's conversation. Push him to fucking deal with it. And then let us know what happens and where you end up going. Yes. And get us something from the gift shop. Send us pictures from the honeymoon. (laughs) We want a postcard. (laughs) All right, you guys ready to move on to some bridal breaks? Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Bridal breaks for new listeners are just suggestions we give not only to brides, but anyone helping with the wedding planning process of fun things to do that have nothing to do with wedding planning. So you can back off, calm down, namaste, remember that you're a full human with real interests and that when the wedding's over, you're still going to have that part of your brain working. You know <laughs> Take I mean? a breath. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Pammy always likes to give a yummy drink. Yes. Do you have one tonight? I do. What would you do if you were like, no, pass? <laughs> <laughs> it may happen. Not tonight, though. Thanks. Um, this one I found on Hey Wanderer blog, and it is called the Sunburn Cocktail. So I figure we're recording this at the tail end of summer here we only have Mm -hmm. a few days left and i'm like all right this is this is good the the end of the sunburns are happening yeah um so this one can be 
a cocktail or a mocktail. So it's made with coconut vodka or coconut water if you're doing the mocktail, margarita mix, and cranberry juice. And it's just equal parts of all three of those. And that's it. Simple. That sounds yummy. Right? Refreshing. I like that too because it's a simple portion. So you could make it in like a jug for like everybody. You can make it in a bigger one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. To make into a pitcher. Yes. I always just think more. How can Mm -hmm. we add more alcohol Mm -hmm. to this? Like jungle juice queen. (laughs) Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) It's going to be a big old bucket and a little (laughs) big old spoon. Let me start. Witch's brew. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, Amanda, what is your bridal break? Okay. So I watched a preview of the show on Hulu last week and it comes out tomorrow, I believe. And it's called The Big Leap. And it is a dance show. Yes. Like mock mockery kind of like of like a reality dance show. But the dancing is so good. It's so fun. The kids loved it. So I think that that's a really we love anything with dance and and stages. Right. Yes. (laughs) So that's really that's my fun thing. Yeah. Multiple people have texted me about this because I'm a sucker for any sort of a dance show me too so it's like a dramatized and it's really beautiful looking it looks like so good the lighting's really who's the who's the main actor in it is it scott foley yeah yeah and he's handsome and he plays like the, the the jaded producer okay he plays such a good reality tv producer <laughs> like so good yeah so true to it but it's it's just a good show. It, there's a little bit of sexiness in it that was a little bit that my kids were a little uncomfortable, but I would say like 12 and up, it's a good family show and the dance skits are so fun. And like they just randomly appear throughout the show. Hell yeah. I'm in. I yeah. love dance. <laughs> Super fun. Yeah, I'm a sucker. Awesome. Um, my uh, also are TV shows that are streaming, um, kind of inspired by what you were talking about earlier about the different flower trends mm. and stuff. I was originally going to say something else to my bridal break, but then that sparked my brain. I thought, oh, this would be really great. Um, so I watched um, over the series of the pandemic at some point, two different reality competition shows about flower arrangements. Um, one is called The Big Flower Fight, and that's on Netflix. And that's um, all amateurs competing. And um, also one of the the presenter kind of host people is the woman that's the f- the female um, vampire in um, what we do in the shadows, which is like this oh, big yeah, comedy yeah. right now. And, and she's really dry and kind of funny, but also really sweet. She's a fantastic host. So um, that is on Netflix. The other one is called Full Bloom and it's on HBO Max and mm. that's Professionals. And it's really interesting to see. I learned a lot about specific flowers from the big flower fight because, again, they're amateurs. So at times they're sort of learning a little bit. Um, And I learned a lot about what the names are, what they kind of go with. But then in full bloom, because they get very artistic because they're already professional to begin with, you're getting these elevated ideas of what you can do, how you can arrange using dried flowers. That's why I learned about the spray painting of the Mm -hmm. flowers. Beautiful and really soothing. And um, I recommend both of them. If you feel like a flower dummy, like I was when I was planting my, I'm like, I know what a rose is and a daisy. And then I just black out, like get nothing. <laughs> I feel like because of this, I'm a little more educated. So if you feel like you're a little intimidated about trying to figure out flowers or flower arrangements or want like some inspiration, yeah. I think those are two good shows to look at. I think it's a great idea. Yeah, Which one you. would you watch first? Ooh. I would watch... If you're genuinely just, I want to get cool ideas of what I want to do, I think Full Bloom has more artistic stuff, 
But if you just want to like learn about flowers and basically like what the names are and stuff, I think that Big Flower Fight's a little bit more entry level. But I think either one, it just kind of matters your vibe. Do you like kind of a kooky dad and son working together or do you like like cool professionals? Yeah. Yeah. Just kind of a different vibe. But they're both very, you know, like all these reality TV shows that are kind of like bake off or like they're very Mm -hmm. sweet. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Everyone's helping each other. Everyone loves each other. It's not like I'm not here to make friends. I'm here to arrange flowers. Like it's not that. (laughs) It's so sad when someone gets cut because everybody's so sad. Yes. Yes. And I'm sad. I'm like, no, don't leave us. (laughs) Anyway, so that is my bridal break. Pammy, we did it. We did. We got through our first episode with a guest. With a guest. Yes. The more very important 101st episode. (laughs) (laughs) Woohoo. Amanda, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. Plug the shit out of all of your stuff. Tell everyone anything you want to tell them. Oh my gosh, guys. We have so much going on. We have Salt and Sparrow back in full effect on Instagram. We're at salt underscore and underscore sparrow. Um, I have a lifestyle brand for after you get married. You can go ahead and look at Rooted Farm and Gardens. Uh, it's at Rooted Farm and Gardens on Instagram. And look out for our big surprise that we're making. We're making um, mobile bars that are going to be super cool. What? Super cool. Okay, we need to follow up about that. Yes. In a bit. Totally. And not just bars. I want to do a milkshake one too for the kids or just for a fun late night snack. And a tiki one. yes so look for that salt and sparrow will be posting it in our story and uh just keep a lookout love it sounds good pammy we've reached the part of the podcast where i quiz you about a few things Mm -hmm. um pammy what is uh our web address weddingconfessionals.com very good from there, you can find links to our Facebook, uh, Twitter, and more importantly, our Instagram. Instagram. Yeah, follow us on Instagram at Wedding Confessionals. Um, also there, you can find all the show notes, everything we're talking about here, all the links to stuff, the ways to find Amanda. It's all going to be in the show notes on the website. The other thing you can do there is um, tell us your secret, send us your stories, your yes. confessionals. We want them. We're back. We want your updated. Give us your pandemic stories. Hit us up. Tammy, what are the three ways that you can send us your confessionals? You can send them um, by emailing us uh, at weddingconfessionals at gmail.com. Yes. You can find us on our website with Tell Us Our Secret. Yes. And then? And you can call us on our phone number that I have no idea what that number (laughs) is. I'm going to give you a pass. It's been a while. The phone number is 434-933-2663. Again, 434-933-2663. I hope you were listening because we're going to start quizzing you on the phone number. Okay. (laughs) Um, If you are an Apple podcast listener, please give us a five-star review you like five I do I do I I, five. I encourage five but I want honesty but your honesty should be five <laughs> yes. but it really helps specifically that one podcast provider or whatever yeah it gets really persnickety about reviews and ratings and stuff so they like them help so. a girl out yeah help us yeah. out um hit the little five little stars and then you just write liked it don't, we don't need a paragraph it's fine you can write one if you want. That's great. Sure. But if yeah. you're busy, we get it. You're playing a wedding. Just went, well, it's great. Five stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, besides Apple Podcasts, Pammy, 
Who boy, we are on a lot of podcast providers now. In the past, I have quizzed you to see how fast you could get them all. Mm -hmm. There's no way you can do that at this point because there are so many and there's lots of new ones. But the last few episodes, I've been nice to you and I've been like, oh, name three, name five. I'm going to need seven. 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 You have Amanda pull out your clock and phone. She has 30 seconds to get seven. Can she do it? Well, pull it on her phone. Okay. Okay. We're and the clock starts now. Does Apple Podcast count? Yes. Okay. One. Um Spotify. Two. Uh iHeartRadio. Three. Google. Four. Um Podbean. Overcast. Castbox. Did I get them all? I think I stopped counting because you were going so fast. Give me one more just for fun. Um Did you do Amazon? I didn't do. Amazon music. We're on Amazon. Look at that. Yes. Um, so I'm going to read the le- rest of them, and then we're going to talk about something very fun. Okay. Okay. Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Audible, CastBox, Castro, Deezer, Downcast, Google Podcast, iHeartRadio, Overcast, Listen Notes, Player FM, Pocket Cast, Podbean, Pod Paradise, Podtail, Podcast Attic, Podcast Land, Podcast Republic, Radio Public, Spotify, Stitcher, TuneIn, and YouTube. Pammy. What did we discover you can do now in order to listen to Wedding Confessionals? Ah, you can tell Alexa. Hey, Alexa, play Wedding Confessionals, and it will. It's so cool. You have your uh, phone on speaker right now, and you have an Alexa. What is that, an Echo? Amazon Echo? Mm -hmm. Um, I'm going to say it a little louder and see if it works. Hey, Alexa. Play Wedding Confessionals. I hope the music starts. (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, so if you're super lazy and you don't even want to find us on your phone by tippity-tappity, you can just scream into the universe and I'll probably just start playing. Can you do it to Siri? Yes, because we're on Apple Podcast. Hey Siri, play Wedding Confessionals. Now playing podcast Wedding Confessionals for brides, grooms, and more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah! Thanks, Siri. <laughs> so easy to find us. It's so easy. Um, that's it, guys. Amanda. Aww. I'm glad you were our first one back. Me too. We missed you. I feel so special. <laughs> and you will definitely be back because I love let's coming be real. back. <laughs> and we will see you next time. Bye, Pammy. Bye. Special thanks to Andy Schreier for our adorable theme song. And David Kantrowitz for our fantastic logo. And Ramsey Millette and Brian Maylard for their technical support. If you want to learn more about our show, where you got to go, Pam? Check out our website, weddingconfessionals.com. That's it, girl. We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.